to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Wednesday, a very special Wednesday because it is time to recap Lovecraft Country. And that is what you guys come for coincidentally it's also my birthday okay 40 yes, happy birthday thank you 42 years old um i decided to save this birthday i'm not celebrating it i'm just gonna wait until next year and do two birthdays because <sighs> pandemic birthdays i'm just putting them in the bank okay it's put them in the bank because not too much you can do like i said i uh, I was, I was, I hit that first wave of birthdays mm-hmm. where everybody was like, well, I guess I'll be in the house. Yeah. Save this one for later. I'll use it as a, I might just use it as a free square or something or, you know, just a random day of next year. I'll be like, and this is my 2020 birthday that I never got to celebrate. So I'm not gonna, Cause you know, we normally, you know, me and you, we normally do it big on birthdays and just, decent. We don't do it big, but I mean, yeah, not, not, not big. Like most people consider big, but yeah. I'm talking about like go out to a, you know, a go high, out, get something nice to eat, yes. you know, a little something like that. I'm saying happy birthday. Take the day off of work. But I said, no, nah, this is, we're just, this one didn't happen. This is, you know, still 41. And, uh, we'll we'll celebrate this in a day to be determined okay that whenever we get some of that that vaccine or something then I, i'm gonna be out here ready to to mix it back up with these folks but until then uh we keeping it like it is okay um at any rate that's not what y'all came here to, to talk about um let's talk about lovecraft country this is episode six so we're just over the halfway point it's called meet me in daegu i believe that's how it's pronounced um and it's uh misha green and kevin Lau did the uh writing for it uh helen shaver did the directing um and uh it was a yeah the sixth episode of season one karen you know how we do here what did you think about this episode in general i i loved it after we got off i had to ask you a few questions to kind of understand because i thought it was what you said but i wanted to be sure i got clarification because it was one of those things where it was subtitles Mm -hmm. and i know for a lot of people you know depending on on your own how you consume tv sometimes that could be tough to actually be trying to, I mean, and it wasn't that much writing, but you're trying to read so you can understand what they're saying to each other in addition to looking at them. Yeah, for me, um, definitely, I picked up on most of the subtitle stuff. That doesn't necessarily bother me, but of course, on rewatch, you pick up more mm-hmm. because, you know, the first time we watch it, I'm normally live tweeting some of the jokes and stuff. Um, so of course rewatching where i'm like painstakingly pausing re- rewinding writing down quotes so that was definitely uh better on rewatch uh i love these departure episodes and in, in tv shows i watch uh watchmen did this really well um where they take you like they hint towards things in the first however many episodes um and then they just take a complete departure from the main story to be like all those things we teased here's some of the answers to what we tease yes and and i and i appreciated that and, and that's really what made me appreciate the episode because i don't mind 
episodes that get off the main storyline i don't know for a lot of people they you know getting their feelings and feel certain ways about that but that but that doesn't bother me as long as they're answering and filling in blanks i am i am fine with that uh this right here wasn't one of those quote-unquote bottleneck we're just putting something here just a a, a stall type of things like no we're presenting you with this and it has a reason and i like that it actually has a reason it moved the storyline along and everything we saw is going to have a purpose i think you know Mm -hmm. according to the writing and from and from what i'm gathering uh from what i've seen so far is that we will this particular episode will play a factor later on yeah they haven't to me they haven't really thrown a lot of stuff away Mm-mm. um and i will say for this show it does it's not like it's not completely like watchmen because watchmen knew they were only going to do eight episodes so i think uh that they had a different goal in mind to tie up every story every loose end before episode eight and i think with this one this is season one and hopefully you get renewed so i hope they do leave some stories and some mysteries for us to investigate for season two Mm because i hope they get a season two Mm -hmm. uh unless unless they've decided because it didn't say limited series when they described this Mm -hmm. so um but the thing i was going to say is uh yeah i i do think that they've been answering a lot of those questions mm-hmm. and stuff and, 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 and these are things these. i've been wondering about and i like when they take a whole episode and just start answering some of these things mm-hmm. and it adds depth to the characters and to the storyline um and then also i love when they go into another country or like it was vietnam and uh watchmen and it being uh korea and 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 this one like uh i like stuff like that because you get introduced to like these other styles of storytelling and then with this being a genre bending show korean horror is its own genre of horror yes it is so now you have a chance to do something with different mythos than what we've learned here and i love how you tie that into like the lovecraftian lore of like okay so um where you know what is their version of the shogoth or the you know like what is their mysteries that we can tie into this story um to show you know this 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 world this magical world um all right let's get into it um so like i said meet me in daegu is the name of it um and there's no skipping around Mm -hmm. locations and stuff it's pretty much broken down by year yes um so we can get right into it uh gia is uh the woman uh who he's been calling uh on the phone who he left in korea that we never really get to see and we don't really know much about her and we've been wondering for a while like the only time we saw her was in his vision in the mansion where he dreamed she popped out of a closet dressed as a as a korean uh soldier and, Mm -hmm. and tried to kill him and he had to kill her he had to fight her to the death and it shook him to his core and we didn't know what what all was going on with that um now she's played by jamie chung who um apparently is mostly known for being on like uh a reality tv um show i think it was real world okay um is is it was like uh i mean not her claim to fame well i guess claim to fame i guess that's yeah you know if that's what you're mostly known for she's been in other stuff um she was an aquafina nora from queens 
um sherwood the gifted she played blink um remember the gifted mm-hmm. yeah so she's been acting for quite some time and but i, I guess she liked her in that role i you know, that's funny. I hate that show got canceled but i liked her in that mm-hmm. role yeah like she's been acting for quite some time but i guess a lot of people know her from the real world in 1992 See, and i know her more from blink yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh uh look like she was also in big hero six as gogo the voice for gogo so. okay she's done some she's done some work that we've seen yes but um man she was showcased in this episode like yes. and you really wouldn't even have known it was her because she because the way they did her up she not trying to find it, she looks nothing like the character in that she played blink like mm-hmm. it's almost like they're two, two completely different characters right um so she just like she murdered this role um yes, she did so uh we start off with um uh the the theater and in this theater they're showing this movie in technicolor which was like their version of 4k tv back Uh, in the day yes it was it was it was uh technicolor still around technicolor what do what do we have here the uh you see it in imax that was that was see it in imax come on so it was in technicolor it was meet me in st louis which is a judy garland movie they were singing a very famous song from it which is the trolley song which i don't know is very I, you know clang 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 with the trolley ding 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 with the bell you know white people music yes you know uh the theater is almost empty except for gia who is completely engrossed in the movie and then there's two people in the near the front of the theater and they're trying to get this man's trying to get his finger bang on or something <laughs> he doing something over there he was just it's like oh god he trying to put up a butt i don't know they right. doing something over there in the corner he was doing something and then he was, she was like uh you savage we got to get out of here we got to get more privacy it's, it's somebody else in here watching us and he was like let him watch and she was like no let's go and it was like that was like he was like fine we'll go get a room or something so they go to leave and um gia is now in there by herself and when they leave like it's so funny because her face it was like she was in the musical mm-hmm. like and like the camera like we were now watching the musical but she's still in the theater watching the musical it's very meta and she performed the choreography of the musical and was singing a song she was getting walking up and down the aisle yeah and uh and then but then it stops and she's still sitting in that seat and her eyes are really like filled with almost tears just filled with tears but not crying and she's just looking absorbing this film so i don't i think that was all in her head i think so too but she sang the song for a while like it was just it's like oh so she's imagining herself as judy garland up on the screen um somehow like mimicking her and we find out that this is now the fall of 1949 when like i said daegu i think is how you pronounce it uh south korea and um she's back at home where she lives with her mama okay uh her mama's name is soon he uh so um her mama is they making some kimchi at the crib and her mom basically says look um i had to use some pumpkin to make the kimchi not um basically ferment as fast or something like that like make it last longer uh because kimchi is like a fermented cabbage i think i think that's what it is i think so too and i'm not a big kimchi fan although a lot of people love kimchi they do maybe i haven't had it presented right because I, I don't i feel know. like it's my cilantro like i love cilantro it doesn't taste like soap to me but some people they can't eat cilantro because it tastes like soap right and it's genetic it's not 
like they can't do nothing about it um and i wonder if that's how i am with kimchi like kimchi for some I reason tried it and i'm like no sir several places different mm-hmm. restaurants different styles uh poke bowls like yeah, i'm it, like y'all can keep this i don't know why man i guess it's a quiet taste or something but um at any rate um they make it some kimchi and this is like supposed to last them through the winter so they're you know hooking it up and um gia is like you know sprinkle some uh some salt in this shit or something she's like we're gonna run out girl don't don't do that and she was like um well it's okay you know um we can ask our neighbors for some more or whatever and she and the mom soon he is like no the neighbors don't really respect the neighbors don't fuck with us okay ever since your daddy died nobody invites us to anything it's called gim jong which apparently is the process of making kimchi what i'm picking up from the tech from the context clues gim jong must also be like a collective thing like they do it as a group of yeah. people so if you don't got it i you know almost like a community thing because mm-hmm. everybody's bringing in what they have so if you're short somebody else would have picked up the difference that gave you something to kind of uh help you so that nobody in the community will be without for the winter so for some reason they're not just like not cool with the like the neighbors are not cool with them since the father died right so we don't know exactly how he died what happened at the time so it's like something happened bad enough for the neighbors to be like we don't even fuck with y'all Mm-mm. like we not even trying to bring you to the to the cookout you can't come Mm-mm. to the kimchi you can't jamboree come, no you can't like the, the kimchi jam you right. are not invited if you want to come to the potluck you no Mm-mm. no no kimchi for you and so gia's like well then when i get my nursing degree and get out of school then we'll get the neighbors respect because they'll see like i got a degree and her mama then says the only way for this family to be whole again is for you to bring home some men not a man not get married some men i didn't pick up on this the first time (laughs) me either i was like men like the fuck uh was this a brothel what is happening here right like my mama pipping her out right like this seemed like a this seemed like a lot of uh this scene this seemed pretty uh pretty intense here to uh put uh, to put on your daughter too like you know it's like look don't the way you gonna make it you gotta hit these streets ho right like <laughs> don't be mad ho get a bag ho come on get a bag ho yeah so i, I didn't know you know my, her mom was i it sounded real fucking flagrant the way she like it, uh, 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 a wet pussy in a dry purse okay don't don't get nothing around here yeah, you don't want me saying that phrase i screw that phrase up okay okay i call it pocketbook <laughs> mm-hmm like you know you know what you know what we need some payments around here some dick payments okay come on well she was like um but seriously bring some men home and uh i thought at the time was like oh because it's 1950 or it's 1949 yeah and maybe uh, she bring it home just just to see if her mother gonna approve of them right yeah it could be like yeah. a cultural thing that's what i was thinking at first too, you know yes. i like you know and that and at that time i mean it's a cultural thing for everybody probably yes, i mean it is it wasn't 19 19- certain age they be like when are you gonna get married just fuck this school shit get right. married have babies so 
then we see her at nursing school and they're studying the male anatomy they got some like cut up corpses and they got a test to take where you got to name all the organs in the body according to number uh by in 30 minutes and the teacher leaves them to do the test and as soon as she leaves they was like fuck this test let's go talk over to our girl young ja who uh apparently is out here uh she done got she done snagged up some some men that's interested in her come on um so which is apparently a very big deal and the thing is the actress that played her played bougie so well mm-hmm. Ooh, she played snobby so just the look in her eyes just when when the camera panned to her i was like oh she looked like she's gonna be a problem yeah yeah she was played by uh pris uh priska kim um and her full name is like young ja uni um and she's uh apparently you know this very pretty nurse who also just has a lot of interest from suitors and at this point all the girls in the class are trying to find suitors which is another reason i just assumed her mama said bring home some men because she's like look you're courting it's a lot of competition apparently it's real in these streets yes okay you, you, you need to go on out there and uh get that pussy to work in and bring some in here so that we can get some respect in this house by having a male here yeah they hadn't invented no bumble by then you mm-hmm. know like they this was just uh black planet days okay you just <laughs> throw, your, throw your pussy on the timeline and hope a nigga get interested okay yeah, hope he does um and it would make sense because at this point in time 1949 south korea you're talking about the japanese who occupied korea from 1910 to like 1945 19 something like that and so there's this brief window of time where south korea has probably lost a lot of men you know to to war War. and occupation Mm -hmm. um eroded their culture the japanese were known to be very uh brutal occupiers um uh not you know obviously not for the faint of heart but one time i remember looking up the rape of nanking uh because i heard that term before but i'd never like seen anything about it or whatever it's it's like those things in history where they don't even teach it to you in class because it's so horrible you know they don't want you to know and it was a six-week occupation of like a chinese uh city and there was like literally like weeks of sexual assault murder all kinds of shit it was it was very brutal and to the point what it was so wild about it is that in japan there are people who deny it ever happened it's like how you have holocaust deniers come on there's people in japan like don't even teach this shit don't tell people about this shit it's fake it's fake news it's made up it never happened Mm -hmm. so it's very controversial you know to even broach that topic um and that was china you know they also occupied korea and so of course you could think there would be a lot of atrocities and stuff that pop up and so maybe that was the context of them feeling feeling like every woman in this joint was super man hungry like Mm -hmm. find find a man it didn't even seem like they was looking for good men it was like men like he got a penis attached go like this nigga is a geek it don't matter this motherfucker in the closet i don't care he's uh he beating people who cares I, hopefully he'll beat me okay uh, just as long as he beat me exclusively uh then i won you know he beat me every night at my house like it was just 
the desperation was super like mm-hmm. flagrant it's almost like that form of protection because right. I'm, I'm property now so you can't just do whatever the fuck you want to do to me so the thing that was interesting to me about um young ja um she they were coming to her like 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 give me your game what's your game how you getting these niggas how you how you trapping them girl yeah like what so what you leg locking them is you you know what i'm saying you i mean is you making they they toes twirl i right. mean let us know what your mouth do right and so um it was like well yeah what what's happening is um because that's the other thing at least in this story they didn't even make it seem like they need the men because uh without the men it's too dangerous out here for a woman it's it really felt more like a like a just is we need to be married these women are older the men aren't available or they have you know you know what it is it's like black women when you move to atlanta you know and just some nigga that's a geek in any other fucking city is up there like man i got three families you know what i mean we just like, like how the fuck you get three my nigga yeah like i remember we had a homie that moved to atlanta and he was always known as a nerdy geek dude and then he fucking uh came back and he was like telling us how motherfucking like man listen man i be getting these girls down there man so many girls on my dick i'm like because the ratio is uneven you you know what i'm saying you like you like but you no one looks at you like that and it's like but in atlanta it's different you know what i'm saying i can finally be the pimp i was always meant to be <laughs> i my best life the pickings are so short you know what i mean a five three foot man in atlanta is basically a six foot eight man in any other city <laughs> it's, it's the truth it's the truth but um yeah so uh they were it was so i think it was kind of like the men had to and they was being picky we'll get to that but the men was like had to pick of their litter and so the women are like young job what you doing to get chose and she like uh you know we heard you went on a date she's like yeah and he was speaking um the slang the informal korean that is reserved for like intimacy respect like when a nigga really like you mm. they talk to you in the informal korean when they when they're just trying to get to know you and it's kind of business like it's very it's, right. almost, it's almost like a business transaction yeah it's yeah. like co- it's like a uh, code switching mm-hmm. you know it's like okay at work i talk to you like this but if i like you then i could you know i could finally be like girl what's up for, for real what's up with me and you as opposed to him being yeah, like it's like i go from facebook to my tinder profile exactly. personality yeah right he met her in the dms and so come and, on uh and she was just humble bragging a little bit like yeah he was you know he was so and uh the girl one of the girls like how rude he barely knows you but they were still blushing over it and she was like i know he had a poor upbringing you know but it's all good um and then they're like you know you keep this up you ain't even got to finish nursing school yeah because women's education don't didn't matter right yeah and and at the time it was like a thing you do if a man ain't coming along yeah the you know but essentially at that time i mean i don't know about korea but i would assume across the nation at that time Mm -hmm. across the world across the world in most countries at that time it was like we looked at women's it's it's like ruth Bader ginberg that's america yes it is most of her life was spent with people being like so uh why you trying to do all this 
this judging shit you know like, <laughs> and you know what they, and they thought something was wrong with you if you actually finished nursing school yeah you was like i actually like nursing fuck them men right you know then, then they hit you is, is your lesbian is your is, is your gay like what's wrong you don't like dick and you like i i do but i actually think i'm i'm actually taking this shit seriously but young josh shows herself to be kind of an enterprising young woman because she's like at least from what she said she was mm-hmm. like even if uh this nigga like me i'm staying in school and they and they was like but why she like keep my options open i don't like why would i why would i ever come on why would i deal with something for somebody like this when i could go on and get something better like Mm -hmm. y'all just settling you know you know just because like i don't actually have to settle and that's kind of the thing about rbg like she got um she got married and had a kid at a young age her husband got sick she took care of the kid still went to law school and finished um and took care of the kids so he could go to school at the same time and then when she got out she couldn't get a job because they were like um you're a mother not because they were like you're educated you're not qualified it was you're qualified you're educated you are a woman but you're a mother we don't know if we should be able to give you a job as a mom people fucking even to today the first time a woman does anything they want to smack in there you're a mother okay uh it's a bunch of fathers doing doing shit too you don't go well you a father right this disqualifies you your father stay at home what about your kids daddy this should tell you what what we think of men's parenting right without saying we think it's horrible yeah that really tells you what we think of men's parenting in this country we're like we can't let the man if the man raise the kids lord people are like lord have mercy the kids the kids will be fucking shit up so uh so yeah um and while this is happening that young ja is telling everybody you know but yeah you know he was like this and blah 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 they are asking these questions and one of the questions was like um well what'd you say to make him fall in love so quickly and she looks dead at gia but who's been staring at her the whole time by the way yeah and uh the picture in the room gia's over by herself we're like looking at a body everybody else is huddled so mm-hmm. they're like six seven maybe eight feet apart mm-hmm. from each other and, and everyone else is dead close to her mm-hmm. and, then, and the thing is gia tried to look like she wasn't all up in her mouth but she was all up in her mouth yes she was and young jaha knew like she made eye contact with her several mm-hmm. she times she was talking loud and shit she you know it'd be one of them things so everybody else was whooping she was like yeah let me tell y'all bitches what i do up in here and then look straight look straight now mm-hmm. and at first i thought it was maybe a love rival thing or a jealousy thing or like young jaw didn't like her because of the way that this was filmed i was like oh this like she basically showing off like look at you bitch you old manless bitch mm-hmm. but I, I don't think it was that at all but it felt like that at first yes it did i was like oh so and they deal with this so much this episode things that look one way at first and then as you learn more about the story you're like oh that's totally different now that i know that so mm-hmm they have this thing called a meeting m-e-e dash t-i-n-g i don't know why they kept saying it that way i mean meeting meeting but meeting apparently is uh speed dating yeah that will look like to me so they have a room full of guys room full of women they bingo sit, speed dating yes they sit down at a table they have numbers on their shirts the men have a bingo like a card with the numbers on them you sit down if you you talk to someone for like a minute if you like them you circle it if you don't you put an x to their number and you move on till everyone's had a chance to talk to everyone the people who i guess get circled go on dates or whatever 
um and these niggas was super stingy with these circles and and exes y'all it was uh like i said it must have been like atlanta uh for black men because it, it was, was just, playing tic-tac-toe and they kept being like bingo it was a lot of like uh you know what your hair um one of them's out of line no thanks bitch Mm-mm. it was basically like men on instagram looking at instagram models right now and how they'll be in the comments like i mean look like she had some surgery and you're like nigga you are 400 pounds what what literally are you fucking talking about you know what i mean i mean i guess maybe i'll take her to wendy's if she would uh lose a couple of pounds you know it's like what yes nobody wants to sit in your motherfucking 1995 honda accord no they don't Tyrell, okay no one is thinking about you okay that dominique chan didn't wake up this morning and be like oh i would love to to be in a toyota corolla today like you're not even on the fucking menu no you're not but in this room that's how it felt it's like they was looking at them like i see some stretch marks (laughs) i don't think so back to my engineering job yep and the thing is they would like cross it out in their face like bitch i'm gonna let you know you ain't getting picked yeah and so um they have to have these talking and so the first thing like i said they asked gia i mean they asked young ja what did you say to make him fall in love and clearly we see that she uh gia is repeating exactly what she heard young ja say in the room which is opa you're real attractive no it's because of your brain you're sexy and she that, delivered it very badly and not just that he didn't he didn't buy it at all mm-hmm. right because you, you ha- it has to be convincing and like if you don't watch the show watch the show and you just listen to us gia is fine you know She's what i mean gorgeous. like 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 movie star fine like a model fine like fine like and and it and now also maybe something's lost in translation but it wasn't like she was giving off crazy girl vibes at first like no like it's not like she said it and you go oh i see why he was like i'm out of here like i could not understand why the nigga went like yes absolutely uh, of course you know what i mean but this dude was like no no i don't think so okay you didn't convince me enough welcome to atl shawty i'm gonna be over here with my side family (laughs) until something better comes along so then she the next dude comes and she tries a line from the movie uh and she does a good judy garland line and she tries it in english and she's underneath this prim exterior there's a depth there are depths of emotion romantic longings and he hated it Mm-mm. four thumbs down all the thumbs he was like listen you fuck with them american propaganda movies right he was like america he was like a korean hotel yes he was he was like uh Mm-mm. after the japanese man came over here and erased our korean history how sister, dare you speak this english to me okay you gonna this the ancient comedic uh uh egyptian pharaoh king you talking to here okay i'm the original asiatic man mm-hmm. for real for real he was not with the shit okay now you <laughs> sip some of this alkaline water and think on this also give me your grit money okay i need to build a school for the children Mm -hmm. it was give me your kimchi money yeah give me your kimchi money like he was he he was not fucking with her at all he was quite offended at just her liking american movies and 
like i said i could see that being a legitimate cultural issue being that they were occupied by japan and here's this girl that likes english shit and he probably you know i'm sure there has to be a bit of korean masculinity tied up in that type of shit you know where it's like nah fuck this you korean korea is the real original man like i can know uh so that didn't work uh then the next dude comes over and she connects with him over her love of these judy garland movies especially meet me in st louis Mm -hmm. which is like this musical movie and this nigga was like yo i fucks with that shit that's my shit girl okay Mimi and st louis and remember when she sang the song to tootie her little sister and they had a full ass conversation mm-hmm, and you know these conversations are only like a minute long and so they was you know she was like okay got a match you know he fucked with the movies too i love the movies you know and then they was like time up and he looked down at his bingo sheet and he thought about it for a second and he put an x door right in front of her salad right in front of her salad and it makes sense that he would do that because a lot of people was blown like how could he they hit it off so well and i'm like the nigga loves musicals come on (laughs) y'all y'all know what it is okay that man is either gay or in the white women it's no way (laughs) oh no it's no way that this dude was going home with anyone that night okay so um (laughs) uh what if he would have been like we can hang out sometime but nah, no no i just came here because my mama won't get off my goddamn nerves right she i was forced to come out here you ever want to hang out and watch show tunes I, i'm your I'm man. man okay yes i'm your man we start a podcast together something girl okay uh <laughs> oh man we make each other happy we just can't lose all right let's do it <laughs> let's go it could have been the korean what's the tea over there yes they could have been but i don't think he was trying to i don't think he was trying to hang out for real Mm-mm. um and so meanwhile of course gia now has no matches but she was swiping right on everybody but she <laughs> she didn't get not no, no bites no matches and that it was like if you if you match you know go out with your partners as fine as she was i couldn't well, believe she that. gorgeous she's gorgeous i mean who the fuck isn't trying to holler just because she's fine i i didn't get it so she strikes out but then young ja who has gotten a match is like girl come out with us and go to a bar and she was like no i'll be the third and, wheel and the thing is it was the same dude that told her no that mm-hmm. just was like uh no bitch take this x mm-hmm. i didn't even pick up on that so that was the uh musical nigga yes wow. you did, yeah uh-huh it was the same dude yeah um, yeah the same dude when she turned around she was up on him and it was the same dude so he so she don't even fuck with musicals and young, mm-hmm. so gia was just like nah i'm good and she was like well we're going to the bar anyway and then she did this thing where she like could see gia was a little bit upset and she took gia's hand and just kind of touched her on the wrist and first i thought was this like a sexual thing where it's like she's um like secretly i'm a lesbian and you know just but i don't think it was that and she was just being friendly or whatever and she was like listen um this nigga's fine but he's boring so if you want to just come out and hang out with us right which means she going just to go but they actually hit it off which means they actually had more of a connection but she Mm -hmm. was like i guess but she was like you know my mom said i gotta bring a man home and i can't fuck with you tonight and she was like well you know um 
moms want a lot of shit and she's like but that's they want what's best for them but not necessarily what's best for us and i come out to the bar with us and then gia was like nah i, I can't so gia then puts on a fire outfit because they was in their nursing uniforms at this yes meeting. she puts on a fire dress and goes out to the bar makes eye contact with this nigga at the bar and with i them, mean the the she had on a dress that was like a fighting tiger hidden dragon gorgeous like she was just mm-hmm. gonna float around and shit mm-hmm. and like uh, like uh uh fuck up the whole room but she didn't she was it was absolutely stunning she was stunning in that dress mm-hmm. and i think it's crouching tiger oops uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry some leonard brothers are sending the fire started don't worry about it <laughs> um but yeah so uh she she had the she had the dress on she was putting she was putting it out there for everybody uh to see putting all the cakes in there it was the it was uh the fuck them dress yes it was fuck them girl fuck them uh so she goes fuck them up with that dress right so she goes to the to the bar and immediately a nigga is like yo uh you ain't here by yourself and so she brings him home to yeah, the crib. Yeah, he was like, you alone, shorty. Yeah, we don't even get, uh, like, we don't actually even get a uh, conversation between them. Mm-mm. Like, I don't think it's ever, um. I don't, they don't, yeah, no I don't, word I don't, exchange. Yeah, I don't even think it's a, a, a word between mm-hmm. them or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, let me buy you a drink. Right. She was like, nope, nope, no drinks. Nope, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Come on, straight to the house. Right. Uh, <laughs> Shorty, what you think about that? By me and the Greg? Yes. Yeah, she was like, cut the music off. I don't care nothing about this. For the record, that's the only thing in my mind that was actually missing from this episode. I would have liked this episode even better if they stuck with the modern music theme over these scenes. Because that shit would have been so dope but i you know they 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 chose not to this time maybe maybe they did that and then it didn't work as well as i think it would but oh my god and it may have been because they changed sceneries and they was like well yeah i I figure why but fuck it like you know what i'm saying or maybe like i know the music in the bar it sounded almost like it was in spanish so maybe the um the bar music was more but it was more like a couple of layers of of different languages and shit and i didn't understand it but i mm-hmm. just wanted them to do what they did for last week and a couple of weeks before and just play some modern music that shit would have been dope yes sir um so yeah buddy is like you know uh can i come home with you she does take him home and she brings him home you know take off their shoes at the door she lights candles and the way the candles the, are the way the candles lit up i was like because it was funny though maybe it's just me she lit one and like the whole room lit up i was like the fuck is this yeah she did and i don't know how what how you do that i was like something in 1949 right. but that shit was dope mm-hmm. like it was, i was like oh oh she got that she got that a uh, new tech that new new shit right like they just like and then everything just turned on yes um but so she turns on all the candles and shit and she strips off she her was like i paid top of the line for these candles right i got these on etsy come on um, and made um uh, but you know that's not what happened because if a woman bought candles like that on etsy even if it was in sex time she still would feel the need to tell you mike oh you gonna know she got them candles mm-hmm. from etsy and you gonna know who gave it to her right. and they're gonna be posted all everywhere everybody gonna know where she got them candles from i found these on pinterest or whatever come um, on 
it's, even if she just got it on a good sale it don't matter how Mm-mm. how much it mess up the mood she gonna be like listen uh, tj maxx okay they will get you right okay and, and don't care no knowing you don't give a fuck about them candles i don't care i'm gonna tell you anyway right got these candles for 1850 uh so the then whole 52 of them she strips all her clothes down and like crawls on the bed and it just kind of lays there all cool and shit like look check this out and then he strips down with that like real purposeful movie strip where you never lose eye contact with the woman and you just taking off like you take your jacket off like you're almost gonna fight somebody or you're like oh get this jacket off of me and then uh he took all his clothes off and he just looked at her joining her on the bed fully erect okay you just knew he was engorged and you couldn't see it but you you could tell you know you could tell somebody bought up something that i wouldn't even have thought about uh was it a candle oh no we haven't got that far don't spoil it okay yeah come on now there's a there's a science to what we're doing here not everyone has seen the show okay fuck them niggas in the chat karen they they don't know about all this (laughs) this is art we making so she uh go she lays on the bed he's there fully aroused i'm sure yes like you could like you said like you said you almost could feel you was like that his penis is full pumped full of blood right now right and so all the attention so there's no foreplay there's no oral okay Mm -hmm. this is straight up like prison you you know why we came here okay this is just hardcore you 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 know you know what uh uh all they had to play was face down ass up because they were just going they was like Look. it wasn't even to me it wasn't even like that because it was missionary style it was just like let's get this done there was like there wasn't even time for a song no a slow jam list it he laid that woman down stuck his hard penis into her with no no form of like foreplay or anything i don't think no condoms was used obviously not and just went straight for insertion and her face was motionless as he humped away for a smooth but purely intense 46 seconds (laughs) purely intense he gave her the best 46 seconds of her life apparently come on in his mind this is all of me it was it was basically all all straight sex basically Mm -hmm. you know it's just Just that grunt a man being like i don't actually give a fuck if you're satisfied but i gotta get the poison out of my penis yes and 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 then then i'll be able to think again you know yeah you know whatever happens after that i'm sorry like she didn't make no sounds no Mm -hmm. eye contact like her eyes basically went blank and he was just like I, I am tearing this pussy up in my mind okay <laughs> in my mind i can't wait to tell people this was conquest sex okay like yeah. i can't wait to tell people the story that i had sex now i'm gonna conveniently leave out the sex was less than a minute but i will tell everybody i, I had to sex tell with my boys that yeah. i had sex with a fine ass woman right like i'm not what, gonna what, what, the, what the one night stand right i'm not gonna say the shit lasted 14 seconds i'm not gonna say i didn't wear a condom i tore that pussy up she ain't gonna walk right tomorrow you know them lies <laughs> right so, come on a whole ass baby can come out of that right. bitch what you talking about i broke her back like okay okay all it right. seemed like you was in there for not that long of a time you know uh so then after he does that he does this like porn star coming screen like it's like it's not a like it was like a primal like ah, i'm coming <laughs> like i got to let y'all know right meanwhile she really hadn't moved Mm-mm. and uh that's when the fucking starts okay because yeah because also the thing is 
it was really neat how they emphasized on her eyes and almost how they they glazed over like like almost turned black like it was almost like you were seeing the shadow of him looking at her through his through her eyes i was like what is happening here so after he comes that's when the fucking starts because she starts kind of moving her body around a little bit and i'm like what but he just came so what's really happening and then um a bunch of tentacles hairy tentacles start coming out her body one by one they look almost like spider legs i was not ready um and they go from her body into his body in every orifice Mm -hmm. lifting him lifting him off the bed and it's like one by one or two by two like they listen one wraps around him it's going in his dick it's going in his ass it's going his, it goes in his mouth it goes in his ears and then eventually two of them go from her eyes into his eyes yes and it was like what the fuck but wow because it was like literally you seen him like coming out of her nostrils coming coming out of her ears coming out of her, and i was like what the hell is happening here Mm-mm. like it like it came nine tentacles came out of her when the nine places on him yeah and it, it almost looked like uh spider legs yeah i brought that up earlier yes they look like spiders spider tentacles is what i yes. called them um and so she then sees like a flash of his memory in her brain mm-hmm. and she sees like his marriage his child he climbs a mountain and gets to the top and yells out this like i forget what it was like y'all tall whatever and whatever he yelled out she the tentacle from his mouth comes from his mouth and then she yells it out as well and then after that he bursts like a blood balloon all over the room i yeah i did not see that happening i mean i've heard of sucking the soul out of a nigga dick but this i mean this this is a whole nother level i mean and so after the nigga burst burst i guess i guess after she bust her nut i don't know what you would call it i mean everybody busting in that joint yeah after he burst uh her mom soon he opens the bedroom door and comes in and says 10 more and then gia turns over and says yes mama and that was when i officially was like man what what in the fuck is this so i was like oh her mama is pimping out but i didn't know he was killing niggas what the fuck is this understand. i was so confused her mama know whatever this is going yes, on yes i was like her mama in on the gig this was in her mama house who cleaning this shit up like right i had so many questions at that time i was just like well how, how of clorox i don't get it 10 more how often are you doing this you Come know on, what how i mean often? so then um it we later see her in the theater again this time with a crowd full of people and they're about to watch Irving berlin's easter parade and it's after apparently the previews back then it wasn't like a movie trailer Mm-mm. it was like an anti um communist uh cartoon yeah back then it was a little different you know they ain't have like the movie previews and all that shit like they do now back in the i day. guess not but th- that preview was even like, in america they didn't yeah but that preview was like a cartoon that was like get out of here you comment you beat it we're sticking together as koreans and then the movie was going to start but before the movie could start they heard a lot of rumbling and then the actual film uh like melted so they couldn't watch the movie everybody comes out of the theater and they see it's been interrupted by a group of soldiers american soldiers 
throwing out flyers like these these pieces of paper that say america is here to fight for your freedom and then there's a guy on top of a tank being like we're here to fight for your freedom there's nothing to be afraid of yeah he's speaking english and most of them probably didn't understand the fuck he was saying but the flyers were in korean yes um and so the you know the movie is over and now they're being occupied by america and i was like i don't know where this going but this ain't good and america did occupy korea during world war ii i think after the surrender of the japanese i think they did they occupied south korea and this is why to this day it's still divided like so south korea the united states occupied for quote-unquote democracy and north korea was occupied by the soviets for um communism and um to to this day like they it was both about those nations using other nations to have fights by proxy yes um a great resource for this ken burns vietnam documentary series is amazing very detailed um and it goes into like the korean war and some of the other conflicts before you get to vietnam um which is uh, excellent there's also i also watched a couple documentaries just on the korean war but i honestly don't remember off the top of my head and i'm so sorry about that y'all um i'm sure if you google or youtube it i think i just i just went on my dvr i think i put korean war because i had already watched the vietnam one by ken burns and when i put korean it was like the war channel has a documentary series and so i watched that the history channel probably got tons of that yeah i yeah Mm -hmm. i can't remember i you know don't quote me but uh i just remember putting korean war in there and that's how i found red that's how i learned about this has been years ago so my memory's not the best on this i haven't like brushed up on it since but i do remember um watching documentaries on it and that's what it mostly was war by proxy it was soviet union and united states they would flood money into your country but then they would flood their military into the country and then they would basically kill use you to kill each other and maybe even send some of their troops in there to kill each other and they kept the war out of the soviet union and out of the united states Mm -hmm. so these desperate countries that may have needed something or just were too uh they were not uh capable of fending for themselves yeah. quote unquote oh, fighting back yeah yeah not even fighting back but fending for the like it would be like y'all need humanitarian aid also we want to use you as a to set up a base for communism or right. or quote unquote democracy and while set up a base we mean occupy your country with weapons and soldiers and um you know kind of run some shit over there mm-hmm. um we're spreading democracy one gun at a time so um one bullet at a time right and so this was you got to remember this was a a country that just got out of a like either 20 or 30 something year occupying by japan then they had like two or three years of not being occupied by anybody and then here come america like hey y'all we just here to help you know what i mean (laughs) yeah they never had a chance to see what the country would could actually truly be right and so um you know this like this is terrible news for them you know um uh to a certain extent and so um we later see uh gia at home with her mama soon he and she they're burning the flyers and her mom is cooking some special i think it's called tuk gook uh soup or tuk gook 
it's a it's a, it's the soup that they usually eat on new year's day it's like a celebratory soup and okay. um this time she's giving it to gia because it's her birthday except it's interesting because gia goes is it new year's it's not new year's is it she's like no but it's your birthday and she's like okay well thank you and then she takes uh uh you know some of the soup and then she's like oh it tastes weird it's got anchovies in it and she's like yeah we uh it's hard finding beef around here these days because they normally make it with beef stock but we gonna i made it with anchovy stock and she was like okay well you know thank you or whatever she's like gia goes well you know anchovies used to be your husband's favorite now her husband your husband not my father which is interesting choice of words mm-hmm. and so soon he asked do you remember that that was your father's favorite and uh gia's like um i can't remember anything from your daughter's memories i can but i i can remember all of the men who i've consumed so then i'm immediately putting it together in my head i'm like wait so this is her daughter but not her daughter Mm-hmm. and then we watch what she does to men that have tried to have sex with her mm-hmm. and she has her father's memories did she fucking kill her father with that same sex thing and what the fuck is her father doing having sex with his daughter and to, to call right right it's like all this shit is going through my head i'm like the the, the, the math is what the fuck kind of relationship is this you know what is going on this is why i think rewatching the show is so good because you go back and it's like them first 10 15 minutes you're watching totally different now you're like yes this is not a full a person that has the memories of the body they're in Mm -mm. to like this is not a woman watching oh my favorite movie judy garland movies i just love judy garland and stuff it's like no this is now something is occupying this woman yes that has not been here so in the way it's much in the way that the the country's occupied by these armies she's occupied by the spirit yeah and also because we watch a lot of anime it was easy to follow i don't mm. know if that makes sense like i like oh, okay like like this is this is similar to how an anime would tell a tell a story if they were presenting a ghost or or, mm. or 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 something like that like you watch the whole series of um uh something that like infected like a dude's body that like turned him into things so for me i was like oh okay i i, I could parasite that's what it is i could click on like okay i yeah. understood and so um i'm putting all that shit together and i'm just like it's blowing my fucking mind um and so her mom says not to speak that of that man anymore which you know she's now calling her husband and this girl's former father that man and she also says uh gia hasn't brought home any men for a month like what's going on with these with these men okay you supposed to be keep it cracking and you've been taking a lot of time off she's like well we've been flooded with wounded at the hospital mom the soldiers and shit and so uh i haven't really had time to try to bring somebody home and she was like bring the soldiers home okay because the american soldiers are like the japanese soldiers in what she was saying they raping people 
like they're raping people they were sworn to protect these women they come in with all these fucking flyers and all this goodwill and this propaganda but at the end of the day they fucking sexually assaulting us they don't respect us they occupy on our land and you being a person that can kill people that fuck that have sex with you take some of these rapists home and kill them that was basically what she was saying like fuck them yep. um, i don't care and then she said uh two more souls and the memories will be gone so that's the first time we realized okay so there's a magical number, number to get to we don't know the number but we know she's been killing enough people and a lot of people and she's like just two more okay last time we heard about this it was 10 more now we down to two mm-hmm. so uh she says gia's like how do you know two more what does that mean and she was like the shaman uh told me uh shaman is like a priestess a witch or mm-hmm. you know a priest or whatever like a mystical person and it's like uh the shaman told me you need to get a hundred souls and then i will get my daughter back and she says uh the camille spirit will leave you and you will become human again uh so the thing that is occupying gia's body is a spirit called a camille and what a camille is something we are familiar with you brought up um anime earlier mm-hmm. a camille is in in that region uh it is a spirit that is a nine-tailed fox oh yes i understand that concept yes like naruto mm-hmm. right except this nine-tailed fox doesn't help people get ninja chakra and become a demon that eats a village uh, apparently this nine-tailed fox uh the 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 legends are and you it's on wiki and shit too um you turn it, it it can come in the form of a beautiful woman and it takes men and it lures them in and then it eats their hearts or their liver mm, okay and there's different fables and stories that have stuff like that okay you know um so she's so she's like you know get to a hundred um oh and the nine tail fox it can live for a thousand years and all this stuff but like i said i don't think they were taken directly from that legend they were kind of mm-hmm. picking and choosing yes. you know um and so then um she uh she's like you know just two more and we'll, you'll you know my daughter will be back um at the hospital it's chaos because now you got wounded soldiers american soldiers all there and the women are taking care of them and the soldiers is racist as hell one of them is you know um because that's the other thing you're occupying another land Mm -hmm. between two people that are essentially the same north and south korea as far as like how they look right correct to to americans to americans and so to them they're just like i'm paranoid we're killing any and everybody and we're racist against all of them Right. because in order to kill somebody in a war you really have to dehumanize them yes you do you know, that's why when you see all these like military dramas and shit they don't call the people any pc respectable names they always come up with some races it was a haji it was a you know mm-hmm. or some you know or even a military technical term that's like it's a hostile like you don't say that is a human being whose life i'm about to take who has hopes and dreams and a future but what do you do when you're in another country and to you both sides pretty much look the same right you're racist against everybody it's impossible for you to be racist against half the country <laughs> right like, but the these, these dudes are cool so they basically the dude comes in he's injured he grabs her by the wrist he's like these fucking gooks don't let them do it they they trying to kill us and all this shit and uh young ja is there and she uses a needle to 
knocked this soldier out who had grabbed Gia's wrist like he was gonna break it yes and it was one of those things where it was such a change in the scenery because now you go oh they went from from before like pinpointing body parts to now they actually bringing in live human beings that are actually fucked up bloody and shot up from the war like 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 they their whole nursing area it was like now you getting on site training you know Mm -hmm. when before we were just reading the books and everything was more uh technical and all this shit like no 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 we're going from that to okay here's somebody that don't like you that you actually have to heal that's being racist towards you and calling you names but it's still your job to actually not allow them to die yeah it wasn't like the commercials at all Mm-mm. I'm working for an hourly wage. I went to high school, didn't do great. Still, I gotta make more cash. More education is what I'm looking at. When I get a degree, I will make a bigger salary. So now I've got to see which college is right for me. I went to the internet and found education connection. I took some free tests to find out what direction I'm taking my classes online. forever be a bop but forever be a bop them people lied to her we was no longer in the education connection Mm -mm. stage of nurse school Mm -mm. this was now the shit okay arms falling off niggas bleeding come on losing limbs and shit i'm sure no one was none of the corpse was racist to her in the class they took but this come on so um like i said young job knocks the dude out with like a tranquilizer or some shit and um they then she goes over to get like something to splint the leg and uh gia sees a orderly talking to young john and goes oh another handsome suitor another doubt they must be fucking i don't know so then they go out after work they come at home gia and young Ja, and she's like so you fucking that nigga at work and uh young john's like nah that's just the homie matter of fact if you want i can hook you up with him it's not yeah, even she, serious she's like I, I don't want him like that i i i'm actually trying to further my education like i mm-hmm. don't give a fuck about none of these niggas trying to holler at me right she's like these niggas weak come uh, on that's the song they should have played when she put them tentacles in that nigga <laughs> he came. That, how about t- i'm telling y'all how they missed a shot on that without just let me be musical director next season okay <laughs> that shit would have been so dope if that she, them tentacles would have came out and would be like these niggas weak oh uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> oh man run that cash on uh but then um, that ass. right so then uh she's like nah that's um that's just the homie he and the friend zone and shit and then she's like why don't you holler at her and then gia's like no my mother doesn't like his kind and she's like what you mean by his kind like broke boys and she was like no communist and then young john was like nigga what you just say you gotta hold that shit down what the fuck don't be saying out loud like that i'm like when you trying to get hemmed up right and then and then uh gia was like no nah, i i mean i know you down with the communists and i know he fuck with them communists i'm like i don't care and she was like like well what you like why you bring it up then she was like i don't care that you different i'm different too my mother wants me to change but i'm not sure i want to change and then uh young jaw's like but she you know um like th- then don't like young jaw's a rebel okay 
like she she like the lady of daytime okay of they of yeah, they she of was they, like uh, fuck this shit do what you want to do yeah she the lady of south korea she was like listen fuck these men fuck fuck what these motherfuckers try to tell us to do i'm finishing school and so young jaw was on some other shit and uh of course um uh gia's like but my mom trying to protect me and isn't that love and she was like no that's not love your mother can't see you just who she wants you to be you cannot let her fear control you bars bars and so just then some people ride down the street and they lynch a communist sympathizer right in the middle of the fucking street in front of the goddamn american soldiers that's supposed to be you know here keeping order and shit they just like yep lynch them we don't give a fuck and then young giles like this shit made me so mad that's why i be fucking with them communists because this shit and then it's bullshit right here this shit right here right and then gia does something that young jaw's done to her twice which is take her hand because when uh her wrist got grabbed young jaw had grabbed her wrist to make sure she was okay and then earlier when she asked her did she want to come on a date with her the the you know the third wheel she had grabbed her wrist to see if she was okay so this time is gia seeing young jaw is upset and she holds her hand in her wrist and and tries to console her mm-hmm. um and young jaws like nothing's wrong with being different what's wrong is them vilifying us for it we're all the same we're all human and i'm like you're not all human that see that's the thing uh you're not hello you're not all human (laughs) one of you was all human the other one is wearing a human shell okay um you know i would love for y'all to be able to to say that that that's correct that's not true it's not true okay um so she says she says um uh so one of the soldiers who stood there and watched the communists be hung uh without doing shit he smiles at gia and then later we see he's dripping all over the walls at (laughs) she was like oh word come through dripping drip drip okay they could have played that song okay when he was mm-hmm. dripping on the walls mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they, drip. right they could play drip drop okay from uh empire season one um come on uh but yeah so this nigga was from the windows to the wall come on to the blood runs all and crawls <laughs> all bleed bleed motherfucker he was bleeding all Come over on. the walls it all bleed bleed goddamn <laughs> i got damn they was <laughs> yes it was uh it was bad i and, and like soon as she like fucking bled this nigga out like her mama on the other side of the wall with the comet in the free breeze come on and the clorox <laughs> she, was, she, she was outside with a mop like mm, you done Let's, mm. only one more to go okay we had 99 souls um and gia says uh as her mom's cleaning she's like he loved me and mom's like girl that boy just met you he ain't love your soldier came home with you tonight y'all there's no way he loved you and then gia's like not the soldier talking about my daddy i know from his memories that he loved me and mama's like why you keep bringing up this nigga's name right i told you to stop talking about that man you keep bringing up old shit stop and gia's like then help me understand why it's wrong to talk about him loving me and shit like it seemed like it's different kinds of love and you ain't really trying to expound upon this and the mama says 
that man once again not my husband not your father that man hurt my daughter my daughter is in not you nigga my actual daughter you are just a thing inside of her his kind of love was wrong and she says then that's why you had the shaman shaman summon me to kill him yet you want me to kill like a monster to become a human which i can see how it would be confusing it is kind of hypocritical like you want to revenge on this man for doing something to your daughter so you summon a spirit that then would have you take the souls of a hundred other unrelated men who didn't do shit Mm -mm. and it's impossible to take that many lives without it leaving some sort of moral uh, yeah like yeah you probably it's hard to kill a hundred people and feel nothing so you know she's like yeah what the fuck is going on with that um and so she was like um you don't understand okay the mama soon he was like you don't understand because you a monster okay um you don't understand no type of love okay like you can't even feel love so that's that's because you a monster and that's because you can't understand why you, 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 this man my ex my dead husband is was a monster too and she says june uh uh gia says then is your love the right kind of love come on how is this how is it different from what he felt for your daughter and she said you'll know when you become human and then gia was like i don't think i want to become human ah and i I heard the records i was like oh uh, oh you gonna get a whooping (laughs) oh like i don't think i'm down with this deal no Mm -hmm. more she was like i seen the lives of 99 men all more of them bad than good why do you insist on me becoming a part of this and then the mama was like because i want my fucking daughter back bitch i only wanted my daughter back the whole time the shaman said the price would be high and i i I did i just was like i'll pay anything and so you know this is what's gonna happen you gonna have to kill these people because i need we we 99 lives deep motherfuckers this too late for these too late to be bagging out right she didn't see none of this coming and so gia goes your daughter's memories ain't even in me okay i don't remember shit from your daughter and mom was like i disagree okay i see her in you all the time the way you eat your cereal the way you uh you know do the way you ask questions sometimes it's my daughter is all up in you and you is buried deep down and the memory's gonna come back soon as you finish killing these men Mm -hmm. she was like i only think of you Mm -hmm. on two occasions what's that (laughs) that's day and night she was like i I know what i see and gia started singing a song and her mom was like see you singing the lullaby that i taught my daughter i taught her that song so you are showing me that you do you are my daughter and you have it inside of you and uh Mm-mm. that's when when she, gia yeah, she it's like it's like she changed yeah like it's like all of a sudden who are you fitting the chai? i bet it ain't me oh bitch it ain't me caps 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 who are you fitting this actress did a beautiful job it's almost like a a switch flipped mm-hmm. and it was like gia was speaking but it wasn't gia speaking like the words were coming out of gia's mouth but it but it was no longer her yeah it, it was like like i said it was almost like her her body language everything changed till it was like she was possessed 
talking to her through what was inside of her mm-hmm like she got she turned it up to 10 don't up. you shut the fuck up nobody here wants to listen to your misguided bullshit so she came to her mama and dropped the big joker and it was graphic okay it was intense it was i was not ready my mouth was open okay i did not <laughs> feel that i wasn't ready to see this i'm not time. safe right it was it was and it was it was also that thing that they that like a lot of like korean japanese uh language like it's that voice their voice changes when they about to when they dropped about when they about to drop the hammer on you like they voice change and you be like oh this nigga like it's not even like necessarily a yell it's just it's like they voice get deep and kind of growly yes and like, like you say it, it, it's not a, it's not a yelling yeah. but she was like oh like it mm. it's like this nigga's serious real serious like this is not like i mean i i'm sure i don't speak any of these languages Mm-mm. but it's like it translates enough for you to be like yo somebody's homie, not homie, a, somebody's upset someone's getting fucked up today yes i'm upset right so she says um the next day i mean so then she says um i'm staying up and reading late tonight soon he not mama do not bother me your daughter sang that nursery rhyme to herself every time he raped her i have no memory of you teaching her that song i have his memories he handpicked you a woman with a daughter out of wedlock you were a pariah he knew what you would allow him to do all to rescue you from shame and disgrace and the whole time she was saying it's like growling at her walking up on her also this woman's kind of tall so she was walking up on her mama and the mama just moonwalked out the door and i guess you slammed the sliding doors closed like she it was like Troomf! like get the no them doors closed like the star wars doors <laughs> them shits are so fast you're like uh, like dog vader was on the other side she's like enough and she just got the fuck out of yeah, there you you ain't about to fuck me up no 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 i'm good like that uh, yeah I, I got tired of you talking to me in the old kind of way bitch ain't nobody come to see you otis and her Mm-mm. mom her mama fell all the way back and then the next day or so the nurses go at the hospital we see them getting driven out to the middle of a field all the women on her shift in their nurse outfits mm-hmm. told to get on the ground get on their knees in the middle of this dirt field and american soldiers is interrogating them i was like oh no. i was like this is this ain't gonna end well yeah it was not uh it it was not optimal okay mm-hmm. it, it was it was very um yeah it, it was it was not good um so i you know i i was like um it just felt like some killing field shit mm-hmm. i was like oh where the gray's at right like it was and then so this black soldier was interrogating them and he was just like now i know one of y'all know something it was like that scene from uh new jack city where nino brown was 
they had raided the carter and he had a fucking all hands on deck meeting and then he stabbed fucking uh christopher williams in the hand said i never liked your pretty ass anyway, anyway mm-hmm. sit your five ass down before i make change like it was like that he was just like lining these women up like now see we got good information saying you somebody from your shift leaking information to the communists now we done accepted it we know it's somebody somebody knows something so who is it who knows what's up and the women was all pretty tight lipped like i don't know what the fuck you talking about and he went up to uh one woman and was like you know something hmm? Hmm? you know something you want to say and she was like nah korean 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 he was like bam and shot it. he's like i know y'all bitches speak english i was like god damn shot her straight in the head i was like oh oh we ain't playing no games definitely a war crime like just did not care about her life considering that if one of them women was the spy uh the other eight you know what i mean didn't have shit to do with it and just lost their life and so then uh he went to go shoot another woman and his gun jammed Mm -hmm. and he was like private and the private walks over and shoots this woman in the head with no fucking hesitation the private is tick i did not expect that i I don't know why i didn't expect that I, I did not see that one coming. He had told us he was. And capable. his face was just as straight as it can be, like emotionless. Mm-hmm. He had told us he was capable of violence. He had told us he had done some horrible things. I, I, I still this didn't explains, see it coming. This explains that. Normally, shows always try to give like some type of out to your main hero, quote unquote, main character, so that you can be put in their shoes and understand and be like, no, it's sympathetic. They would, he would never do something. He's a, he's a, because he seems like such a great guy, quote unquote. Uh, he's been so stand up with uh, Letty and all this shit. And then I'm like, that's also the guy who grew up in an abusive household almost killed his father last week yes he did and and now the ass whooping he put on his daddy make complete sense because he lost it oh yeah i absolutely think he would have killed his daddy yes you know he would have absolutely killed his motherfucking daddy um and so he's like uh he just shoots he doesn't even say a word in the scene and then he goes to shoot gia but young ja basically says it's me i'm the spy and she and the other soldier knocks her out with the butt of his gun and they drag her off and gia's like no please don't and they take her and leave and 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 the thing is the second person that uh tick shot was actually right beside gia mm-hmm. and when he shot her that shit was like oh my gosh because like her he was she was they were so close together then when he shot her the blood splashed off of her and like covered g i was like oh my gosh like and it's one of those things where i tell me funny yes this is quote-unquote reenactment but this probably isn't far-fetched from the bullshit that probably happened oh it's not there's all kinds of war atrocities america did while occupying them right the other thing i mean shit they there's worse like there was a time where they killed a town full of people because they they knew that the town was infiltrated they didn't know the name like which town so they just was like yeah we just gonna fucking kill them all like yeah it's like it's i mean like i said it's not um you can go look it up like there's all kinds of atrocities that have been done with america occupying other countries um and so uh what i thought was interesting is that most shows would not have the audacity 
to take a main character that we're rooting for Mm -hmm. and have them be complicit in an atrocity they always find some type of out like everyone else was raping people and then he said stop or you know they was killing people and he was like this is wrong and he threw his gun down like this is one of the few times that i actually saw that some they really was like no this is complicated yes this this man who was a colored man and oppressed in his country from an abused background went to a war and uh to escape his the abuse of his father and actually became the worst version of himself imaginable Mm-hmm. they say war is hell but they n- almost never really show you the hell no they don't and i don't know if y'all have ever talked to uh people that have survived some of these wars but when i was a kid uh they would some of them uh older men they're probably dead now uh would tell like their war stories from these wars years ago when i was a kid and the horrific shit that they tell you 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 like oh my god yeah i think also like you block some of the shit out i think um and then i can't emphasize enough you have to almost dehumanize the person the people to do this kind of thing yeah you don't see them as people anymore um so anyway he he does this terrible thing uh then we go to forward to the fall of 1950 so we jump from summer of 1950 to the fall and the fall of 1950 the movie theater is now closed she can't go to the movies no more Mm-mm. and on there they have some uh graffiti that says uh or or some type of vandalism that says uh red owned communist sympathizer so that's why they closed the movie theater down plus it was probably showing it was showing american movies so it was not you know you would think they would be like oh america's occupying us but who knows what you know what was going on that's another thing too when they start these communist scares and shit sometimes people just submit people because they jealous of them you know like get take this nigga's movie theater i own the one across the street like who knows who knows so her distraction is now gone in the hospital she's working when she sees tick gets brought in he's been injured his hand his leg uh she can't believe it's him she is so fucking enraged when she sees his face immediately you could just see her look at him like this nigga she goes outside and because the blow off some steam i guess and just stares at the blood on her hands she has now killed 99 men okay she looks at this nigga the whole shift like the whole shift she is just glaring at this motherfucker yeah they're coming and talking to her and she not even pay- mm-hmm yeah uh-huh yeah girl mm-hmm uh-huh right. uh-huh yeah whatever girl, you whatever need to go girl. ahead and go home you you look kind of tired and she's like mm-mm, mm-mm. i'm tired of this nigga um and so she's like uh looking at him he's trying to read the count of monte cristo his glasses are broken um and he can't read because he don't got his glasses that it throws him and throws the book and across the room he starts crying real hard and shit uh and like one of them real just like embarrassing cries you know like he was he like, frustrated <laughs> like them sounds of shit he was fucked up and so at home gia tells soon he um you gonna get your hundreds kill i i found him i know exactly who he is then exactly i'm gonna fuck kill. him and kill him his ass is dead back at work she goes to change takes bed she's he's like right, let me help you with that you know being all southern gentlemanly he's like, i just need something to do and uh he asked her can she read his book to him the count of monte cristo and she spoils the ending pete okay pete 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 she was not here for the bullshit he's trying like, to have small talk and she's like nope she's like yeah uh so they get together in the end and this nigga whack and uh this shit was weak so um he had a sword fight and all this shit and then he's like okay so 
you didn't like that ending but that's not how it ends in the book that you talking about the movie so you done seen the movie mm. but they changed the movie ending because the movie ending was too sad the real ending from the book was too sad or something so they changed the movie ending because audiences liked it better so you should still read the book so you can find out what happened they don't end up edwin and mercedes don't get together in the end so she's like she just walks off like man fuck you fuck that book <laughs> come on you basically was like every game of thrones reader that used to write into our podcast mm-hmm. when we first started doing recaps um and so then uh outside the nurses are playing catch ball rolls over the tick and his friend song who's also a fellow soldier who is korean but he's from america right so he's you know asian descent but you know not from korea korea yes and so song uh makes a joke about gia spoiling the movie for tick and she basically look at him like so you've been talking to people about me and he's like uh tick has the ball he teases her with it like you're gonna give it to him not gonna give it to you ha 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 and she's like um uh she hasn't even been able to see new movies because the fucking theater got shut down right and she asks if uh she walks she goes to get a ball back to the other women i think they take the ball and leave and then she stops thinks about it turns around and says have y'all met judy garland and they laugh at it really hard Mm -hmm. and she's like what's so funny yeah yeah they like the only way we meet julie garland is if if he's her driver and i'm her butler because they do not treat color folks in america good at all Mm-mm. and gia is like well son why don't you just stay in korea after the war where people respect you and he was like because i'm gonna be not respected <laughs> yeah i'm i'm not respected here and i'm not respected at home so you know it yeah because he's an outsider he would literally be an outsider because he wasn't born and raised there yeah in korea he said they call him a yang nam which basically means stupid american man and in america they call him a gook which is a racist slang for koreans like like it don't really matter where i go and she's like why you go to water and he was like they drafted me right i didn't have a choice yeah like i didn't want to be here you need to ask tick he volunteered for the stupid shit <laughs> right he signed up for it and then at that point that's when they both talk him and gia tick and gia both realize they both have overbearing Pareto figures her mom for her um who actually you know if you think about what the mom is having gia do the spirit that's inside of her and what it must be learning it's you know killing 99 people uh supposed to kill 100 um this 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 like you're not learning about the value of life it is kind of an abusive situation she tells you you can't be loved i don't love you you don't you're not a human and you don't experience you know you basically don't deserve or experience love you're just a tool to get my daughter back so the things that the camille spirit is learning in in this existence is have definitely is it definitely would make it feel kind of like having an abusive overbearing parent you know yes and so of course tick we know his father is abusive and overbearing and shit so mm-hmm um he says he went to the army to escape his father because he didn't want to turn out like his father wanted him to and he said the joke's on me the war made me worse than what i like i like this shit is war has fucked me up worse than my father so he used to escape through books by reading then he got to a point where the books couldn't take him far away enough so then he went to war and now he's back to books he reading Mm -hmm. books in the with the broke glasses because he can't escape Mm-mm. and she asked why the count of monte cristo is fight like whatever uh monte cristo while they were um 
the next day when she was sitting on the bed with him reading his book and he said she's like why is this your father's favorite book and he was like because it relates to oppression and my father uh it's my father's favorite and it was written by a negro man so you know it's it's all these different elements as a black man i can relate to and then he says you know uh she's like you should ask your dad why it's his favorite and he says i don't talk to my dad anymore and she was like i don't really talk to my mom a lot she doesn't like who i am and he goes well i like who you are and even though your mom want to change you or whatever mm-hmm. and so then um he says uh he uh, he talks about his father again and she says we have to stop letting their fear shape us which is what young ja told her that night the communists got killed and he said that's good advice she says for my best friend and he said well i like to meet this best friend get some more advice and that's when she realized he has no fucking idea Mm-mm. he killed like he uh basically because uh, he probably took her. he probably blanked out like it's one of the things like you said you have to separate humanity so he probably did it blanked out probably wasn't paying attention to faces or anything he was just doing as he was told it's interesting too because i could see with this show being so mysterious um i could see them doing something where maybe um the twist is like he had some spirit in him or something like there's a reason he can't recall that shit or there's a reason you know he did that is because you know he wasn't in control of his own body or something you know i'm not i, I kind of hope they don't do that by the right. way Mm-mm-mm. right like i, I kind of like the idea that there's not a cop out he just did terrible things correct and he was monstrous and mm-hmm. whatnot but i'm saying with this show i just there's so much they could do who knows so um yeah so then um yeah he tells her that and um she just she she knows you killed my best friend he doesn't Mm-mm. uh or you took my best friend i'm sorry to to off to be tortured i never saw again later we see gia standing outside camp walker army base she's supposed to meet tech uh the soldiers dog whistle at her and sung comes out to guide her in and he basically has to act like she's a prostitute they're like hey hey i want to turn or some shit and then he's like yeah you could get her when i'm done if she can even walk (laughs) like you know fake bravado and then just so they wouldn't fuck with her right and Mm -hmm. then um they're like you lucky you're not fucking your sister (laughs) because you know they they racist and so um she's like does tick think i'm a prostitute a comfort woman and he's like no but because of them being paranoid of korean spies what they've done is not allowed any korean people on the base unless they're comfort women which is essentially sex workers Mm -hmm. and that's a real thing not just not just a real thing but um when japan and when america occupied them one of the things that koreans thought of as quote-unquote protection was to have comfort women there to have sex with the soldiers and then saying that will stop the soldiers from raping people that's dead serious dead up. oh right that's that's how much the expectation of that sexual terrorism was that they was like like at that period of time we let's get some prostitutes over there and keep that'll keep the sexual assaults down now it doesn't necessarily i mean i doubt that it really would 100 percent work because 
sexual assault is a crime of power and it's mm-hmm. not really one and then also you're still serving up these women to be sexually assaulted yes you are um now i do understand what real choice do you have this people are occupying your land with weapons and 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 all this shit they're, they're probably gonna do whatever the fuck they want to do anyway but yeah um so that was real that's not a fake thing um so she gets brought there and it's kind of scary they bring her to a tent all by herself and um she's you know kind of uncomfortable for a second songs like stay here don't move and leaves her in the room by herself it's like what are they gonna do to her and i'm you know and then i'm also like she got fucking tentacles what what's she gonna do to y'all y'all better be yeah y'all better uh y'all better be the one scared y'all better be some gentlemen okay but like this uh uh you're not locked in i'm uh you're locked in here with me i'm not locked in here with you so they leave a light comes on like almost because the other thing is we know they've interrogated people for being suspected communists so could they suspect she's a communist this is just a big ruse to get her by herself but instead a spotlight comes on and we see tick standing in full uniform uh next to a screen and he brings out a chair for her and the screen starts playing uh a movie and it's the movie she was looking forward to watching this summer but she was not going to get to watch it because the theater was closed called summer stock yes which is another movie with judy garland as a star Mm -hmm. and so he she's like how did you do this and he was like you know my uncle george uh and i got sad i was like uncle george yeah uncle george was basically the bootleg man he invented lime wire okay come on the first a pioneer we stand a pioneer we stand them of black he's the first uh the first uh he the first napster it was called nappy star okay come on nappy star (laughs) he was the first napster this nigga was sending movies still in the theater across the country uh so they could be watched because apparently he made connections when he was doing his um uh when he was doing his uh what do you call it um green the 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 safe negro travel guide mm-hmm. so um she finally watched the movie with him they have such a romantic time she decides it's time to give you some of this korean fried chicken okay <laughs> it is it is time to to lay the smack down come on to my career which shocked me because i thought at this point i said it seemed like she really likes him mm-hmm. and i just thought they were gonna have a sexless like mike pence mother relationship you know well you just like listen we understand the rules here we don't touch each other because you got freaky tentacle shit going on and i don't want to die but no she's like i'm take you back to the to the boom boom room Mm -hmm. um and i was like this is so romantic it's like this nigga's in love with a whole succubus like congrats to you you know what a great way to make up for killing her best friend okay you got to show a, <laughs> a movie and and honestly was she your best friend because i feel like that's a work friend okay y'all didn't hang out that much outside of work and once y'all don't work at the same place no more well y'all even gonna talk nah they lost each other's number no yeah, we, we've lost closer friends than that that's okay so she takes him back to the bedroom of blood uh where she's about to smash and splash and he tells her he's a virgin yes because if it's one thing this show loves is somebody telling somebody they're a virgin and she's like well i'm not a virgin okay <laughs> okay so don't um 
you know <laughs> don't worry about all that okay i'm gonna take care of uh uh i know what i'm doing okay mama know what she cooking in this kitchen mm-hmm. and, and it made it really made me think about how he responded to lady i was like oh that's why he responded the way he did when he was like if i would have known that i would have treated that experience completely differently mm-hmm. like he's he's definitely a a certain type you know what i mean he's not uh uh he, he's not a um he's not like a player or some shit like he's a gent he's a southern gentleman or something not southern he's from chicago but he's a gentleman mm-hmm. or whatever so she he tells her but not just that he also tells her like in addition to being a virgin i just want you to know i i've done horrible things mm-hmm. and i try to forget them and i can't and it's only when you, i'm with you that it seems possible because you see the good in me and because you believe in that i know it's there and i never felt this way about anybody before and um I, another thing it made me think was he killed people before he ever had sex Mm-hmm. yeah when you send people out there young mm-hmm. that's just the shit that happens war is crazy you're old enough to take somebody's life like you have killed people before and now she's killed people while having sex but you've killed people before you've ever had a sexual experience and no wonder you volunteered i mean what did you think you had to live for okay they lucky they got you so early if you would have got some sex you'd be like hell no they're gonna have a wall come find me i'll be up in canada okay <laughs> i have had sex and i want more i'm not giving this up um and then they get ready to get to smanging and there's a rumbling sound as you can see like the screen shake because her tentacles is like i'm ready okay it's time oh it's party time time to party and mm-hmm. you them, can feel the shifting in the room yeah them tentacles is about to break dance on his ass and then she stopped she was like no get out and then he was like get out she was like get out and then the door opened and the mother was on the other side with a bucket of pine sauce she was like no what no what? i was over here waiting right the mother was like no fuck him fuck her get you better get in there get you some sex he was like no i'm out and he ran yeah, out. i know the mother was short of give it uh give her that dick right and he was like uh go young non young like which i think is like american dumbass or whatever uh, like get out of the room uh, 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 you no know, get get out of here um and uh and yeah domingo i know they supposed to be tails i know we covered that earlier didn't this shit look like spider tentacles okay uh, get you a better tv uh tick tick runs out of the house and gia and her mother start talking and gia is like i wanted to make you happy mother and she says like i even learned to mimic love from young ja at my job and that's why i was like oh it wasn't jealousy she was studying her she's like "I, i was hoping that would be enough um but she's like i really like tick and i won't kill him you know um and what i thought was interesting about that was it then made me think of all the shit she was studying the the movies mm-hmm. the you know like was she to become more human right mm-hmm. like she was studying this shit to mimic it to make it part of her repertoire but not just to attract men to kill and become a better killer but to become a better approximation of what it is to be a human woman 
mm-hmm. um but soon he goes don't call me mother i ain't your mama and gia's like you are my mother you summon me into this world whether you want to be my mother or not you you my mama like i ain't never known nobody else, else right you literally have raised me and then this one soon he changes up her argument she's like then why are you dishonoring your mother by not obeying her how you sit there pretending to have the feelings of the per- for the person that killed your best friend and she goes i'm not pretending and then soon he's like you could never feel this way and she and then gia's like how would you know and then soon he goes then you truly are a monster and spits in her face korean acting school yes this they was they was they was killing this scene um so then it made me think at that point i'm like this is a lot of this what i thought was her trying to become like a sexual uh well actually no no no. i'll bring it up later i'll I'll come back to this thought uh so then outside the army base gia just stands outside and waits for tick to come out he storms out mad as shit because you know how it he is was hot when a woman shows up at your job un- unexpected and unannounced boy don't niggas be running like sherman hens they be stomping like sherman hensley coming out that gate he's like god damn it and he's like uh he was like what you doing out here okay you told me you had my dick all hard at blue balls had to go home and jack off yeah give him he basically told her to get the hell out of here yeah you call me a stupid american man like you don't even fuck with me man like just leave and she then tells him the big secret you killed my best friend do you not even remember that day and he's like what you what i it's like she's like yeah young job was a communist he's like she was like she was a nurse and you killed her and he's like but then she was a communist sympathizer and i was just following my orders that's what that's what the fuck i had to do and she was like does that balance all the other lives you taking the ones that keep you up at night sobbing there's no book to escape what you've done and i was like damn she read them for filth she's like you can read all the fucking tom sawyer in the world nigga huck finn can't get you out of this shit nope the adventures won't adventure you away Mm -mm. my account of monte cristo ain't gonna save your ass nigga Mm -mm. okay you're gonna be thinking about them people you killed and he was like um he was hurt um and he uh he's like i can't believe you never told me and she called him a monster and he asked then why did you even agree to go out with me and she was like because i was gonna kill your ass because i'm a monster too okay and she was like and i didn't because i never felt this way either but she says you saved me i think because i think she was basically saying if i would have if you would have been my hundredth kill i would have ceased to exist in this body i would have no longer exist where would i go so in a way not killing you saved me but then i also have sympathy for you because i'm a monster i done killed a fucking 99 people you know i killed 99 people and seen their lives and did it again and she's like we could be the people we see each other we just have to choose to be and uh it it was a bar okay Mm -hmm. she got she got straight up bars um so yeah she dropped that bar on him and then he started kissing on her and uh the next thing you know it, it was getting yes yeah we're doing this with all the ladies ace town boys kicking it with my boy luke 
they went to the movie theater uh on on base that movie theater um tent he had set up mm-hmm. and they made sweet monstrous love to each other okay just two mass murderers making sweet love as she took his virginity well i like to say he gave it to her because let's he be nice did. okay he gave her some of that v um and he lasted about as long as the dude in the first scene now i will be honest it wasn't exactly it was nice and tender but it wasn't exactly um some long sexual sessions okay oh no no it's normally not gonna be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like it's very few people to start off yeah. as a marathon man okay come on you have to kind of build your tolerance up to that shit but it was great acting and stuff um uh, which i thought you know it's it's so weird to say it was such a cute scene in this this episode about you know all this shit and her tentacles didn't come out because she, she was like i don't want to hurt you and i was really like yeah nigga be still <laughs> don't move she when she say she don't want to hurt you don't, don't try no tricks okay it's it's too it's too early in the relationship okay you might you put a thumb of a butt a tentacle gonna come out you don't want you don't you don't want them problems you don't want them problems okay uh, next thing you know you got she looking at your memories okay so just be move be still move slowly um and so after he comes she like smiles and holds him and i think she was also relieved that she didn't know at that point if the tentacles will pop out and kill this nigga she did you know so at least i don't think she did she comes home tells her mom her mom is ignoring her and she tells her mom i love atticus and she's like well it don't matter anyway you still a monster as a cameo you gonna motherfucking absorb his soul at some point so i just gotta wait and she was like, she's like i ain't got no but time on my hands right and jill was revealed for the first time uh-uh i know how to control my tentacles mama Mm-mm. ain't gonna be no soul sucking going on up in here okay so if you was planning on that you done fucked up and then her mama was like so in addition to being a monster you done made my daughter a hoe ha <laughs> ha and i'm like the twisted logic on this woman right you know shit. you know maybe like now she's slut shaming her after she done been the one encouraging her to kill a hundred niggas by fucking them like what also like uh, if the neighbors if you worry about how the neighbors feel um even if you get your daughter back it's still a hundred people that's been fucking your daughter like it's not like like they literally believe in the body count like you know how many bodies you got on that you know like yeah it's literally bodies like yeah. she she really think you can reset the odometer on that pussy no ma'am oh reset the mouse you know reset them pussy mouths huh? i bet you a lot of people wish you could reset them like nah that one don't count that one don't count and that I'm, one don't count i'm not talking about the three to five dick curve that every woman tells the man they they <laughs> i'm talking a hundred dicks you can't curve that okay you can't you can't d- d- get it back to a statistical mean that's 100 dicks ma'am you counted you kept tally it's on the calendar you've been encouraging it i hated to see her do this <laughs> but um yeah so then um yeah she's like i i figured it out gia says to Sunhi, you told me i can't feel love 
but you lied and i thought this too because she was so furious when her friend got killed and i said you don't feel that if you're just this cold emotionless monster right that was that was a false true form of emotion and i think she picked that up from just learning and then just being around like you said soaking up so much culture and i think a lot of that was why she was so hurt that the movie theater closed because that 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 was her uh reality into basically being a human yeah and i think one you're absorbing the memories of 99 people who have experienced all kinds of emotions two um you have relationships with people at work and this life you're living in the meantime until you're erased essentially i can see what her being like yeah um i have learned to experience emotions came in as a blank slate but through life experiences and they weren't clean like she didn't know like that's the reason she didn't understand the difference between the abusive incestuous love of her father uh quote unquote and what that meant compared to the way her mom uh in this world was treating her which was still abusive um and the way that gia was treated it wasn't until she experienced it with tech on some level which is still a fucked up relationship right Mm -hmm. like all kinds of trauma he killed her best friend and shit but it wasn't until she experienced that and i think those movies also showed that it was like a longing to be loved and to know what it meant and what it felt like because those are romantic movies she was watching with judy garland yes so i really do feel like that's what happened was somewhere along the line at least this approximation of love is what she was like no this is a this is good i i want i want this i don't want to be erased i don't want you know and she realized oh the trick is you told me i couldn't experience this so that you would never love me right so you wouldn't you like you could separate yourself you would see me in your daughter's body and go that's not a real person my daughter's gonna come back as opposed to this is now the person in my daughter's body and i'm gonna love and care for her um so uh which which also says something about the mom because like you were willing to erase your daughter in a way you know like whatever trauma your daughter had went through you weren't willing to be like well you've been through this trauma let's heal from it together yeah you wanted her reset Mm -hmm. like you wanted revenge and then you also wanted her to to come back in this world not Not having knowing this like it says a lot about that woman anyway um tick they then fall of 1950 tick and gia are in love now they're frolicking in the snow they basically have been together for 10 years no not 10 years no so earlier it was fall of 1950 now it's winter of 1950 so it's okay okay not 1940 my bad yeah this is just a like this is a fling this is a fast relationship okay this i'm with you now i don't know why i thought yeah. it was a 10-year jump so it's so oh yeah so it's within the same year okay yeah so i'm i'm at night uh, yeah i might have said fall twice but yeah this it was fall earlier now it's winter okay same year of the same year okay so I'm we're probably now. looking at december or something it's mm-hmm. snowing which it's also makes January, sense. yeah it also makes sense if it's around christmas time because um her favorite song from ding 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 with the trolley the uh the the, the meet me in st louis mm-hmm. is actually the she and she brought it up is the the song about christmas in there mm. um i think it's, it's beginning to look a lot like christmas i think it's the the, the name of the song so anyway they frolic in the snow she look like a motherfucking gap commercial and shit <laughs> uh they all in love and she then tells him about the nine-tailed fox spirit camille that can take the form of a beautiful woman and it avenges wrongs done by men 
and this is her way of i think slowly trying to come tell him and come like hey this is what i am and she's working towards telling him that yeah i know the truth about you here's the truth about me right, right. and he uh he he wasn't paying no he's like these child fairy tales anyway uh let me tell you something it's on my mind i earned enough points to go back home from the war i'm out and she's like well that's good news you can go home and he said but i could choose to stay as well she was like well i wouldn't feel right if you stay because you hate the war and you should go home because you'll be happy and he was like but maybe you can come with me and she's like you don't know everything about me and her mom had said to her earlier before she went off to be like i'm gonna be with atticus she was like young john atticus don't know you they don't know the truth about you so their love for you is not real i know the truth you're a monster and so um he she he tells her there's nothing you could tell me that would change the way i feel about you which is very romantic but also are you sure you know yeah (laughs) use your words wisely like um because he didn't expect that right oh yes he was like i have taken lives nothing at all nothing just nothing you've ever just nothing nothing i mean you shoot nothing if if spider tentacles popped up out of me and went into your butthole really just nothing nothing you You, sure you would be into that you would mm. and so uh then they get ready to make sweet love and he of course goes down and eats that box okay mm-hmm. this is a progressive man yeah so and also you know they they probably have sex several times you know between the first time and this time but most of the time she was probably on top like did they, and i think this may have been one of the first times where she was on the bottom i don't know i don't know that that's, I mean, that's my I, i'm just assuming but i don't, I don't know. know i think he told her that he loved her and he started making that good sweet like passionate sex it wasn't like that first sex yeah and her tentacles i think they just got hard and yeah because that, that's known what happened like okay it, sex okay here i come it was like you got so excited Mm-hmm. uh and them, them spider legs came on i was like hey let me holler at you dog and um you know see she tried to hold him back she was like she just lost it for control for a second and she tried to grab him she seen him coming out and he was like what the fuck and then they just started going all into his orifices and shit and then um they ended up going in his brain and she seen visions of his past and um you know uh he saw like he saw uh she saw um his mom giving him a balloon uh tick reading the book books is a twin like how he said he was trying to escape tick getting beat by his father uh tick holding young jaw down as they ripped her teeth out of her mouth young jaw that's right young jaw her best friend tick was there when they tortured her and held her that hurt held her head when they ripped her teeth out of her mouth and at that point she flips him off of her and then he starts then she starts seeing the future while he's laying on the ground trying to gather his wits about him i mean and look fellas we've all been here you know you're making love to your girl and suddenly here go the spider tentacles okay like 
<laughs> let let he who was without sin cast the first stone on that one okay i know i know my boys feel me you know what i'm saying i don't know how the lesbians get down but you know it's it's no to me it's a no judgment song you know tentacle pop out here there it's like it's all good you know so Duh. i'm not gonna be one to join the to go in on you um so then uh they and she starts having visions of his future like it went from his past to his future and she sees he has sex with a black woman that isn't letty i don't know we don't see her face Mm -mm. but i know she has some big old titties but we don't know who it is um then we see him buying tickets to chicago um so i don't know if he slept with somebody to get the money for the tickets to chicago i don't know and he looked kind of shady when he bought them tickets and then uh we see him being baptized we see letty's face we see him being tied down to some sort of surgical like a bed or something like almost a torture device or something and then she screams and she tells tick not to go home or he's going to die so she thinks she's seen him die and then he obviously a little bit shaking you know your first time a girl pull out spider tentacles on you it's gonna fuck you up a little bit i would i would i hope it does yeah I hope yeah, so. yeah so you know uh most i tried to be cool about it but you know it's 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 unnerving you know they don't teach you about that in sex ed class they okay? sure don't this is why america need better sex ed i would hope so yeah. if this shit is normal yes uh and so then he tells uh she says don't go home he says stay the fuck away from me uh, he runs out with his clothes in his hand just you know like butt naked basically and then later we see gia go back home and when her mom arrives at the house gia is sitting in her mom's room soon he's room and she's crying and like you know the boy she loves they just broke up and you see her mom soften mm-hmm. because to some extent this is her daughter's body and this per this creature quote unquote she could not love this thing she called a monster has human emotions and has been hurt by the sadness and it's like the mother shit just kicked in you know and she um she held her as she cried and i thought that was, uh, the second time i watched it it actually was kind of tender to me i don't know mm-hmm. why but mm-hmm. it was like a change in her mama yeah and it was mm-hmm. it was like uh gia may have been different if she the like the camille gia if she would have been experienced some type of love and stuff to a second to a certain extent it was a chance for her mom to start over and instead she spent it using her new quote-unquote daughter to get revenge right you know and um so yeah she holds her and then they go and uh they play a clip from julie gar judy garland's um book audio it's supposed to be like an audio book i don't know what happened to like what the thing is but apparently in this book they it's like an older aging judy garland and they were gonna do a book and the book basically turns into a rant against all the people that she fucking felt hated her when she was in the game Hmm. and so that's why this clip is like you know i had to confront all these liars and this untruth and these people that talk bad about me you know it's like to look in the paper and see somebody write something about you that's not true and these people was just you know jealous of me and you know what those people are now dead and i'm still here 
and they couldn't kill me and so it's like this kind of thing where it made me wonder if they were trying to make a point about the cameo spirit and the lies and stuff about like this monster it can't feel anything it's just a tool to get revenge i can summon it and really it's like that's not really what this creature was at all Mm-mm. you know whatever the spirit was it didn't have to be a killer we we know because mm-hmm. it fell in love with tick and didn't kill him mm-hmm. um so it just made me think about that um and i had to look that up because i did not know that shit off the top of my head i, I was like what the fuck is this oh i know who was talking on his voice uh and so this episode is very judy garland centric okay uh but it was but it looks it was so dope juxtaposed to what we were seeing which was um um gia and soon he were going to see the shaman again this woman who was a this witch priestess or whatever and smokes a pack of newports a day apparently because this nigga was like hey let me tell you something uh, i got all the cancer y'all niggas know you supposed to get a hundred souls and so he was like i'll pay the price for my daughter and a hundred souls we just got a question and she was now referring to her as her daughter and gia is her mother and so gia says she saw the death of a man not by her hands it was not like anything i ever seen before and i just want to know if the vision i saw will come true and the shaman was like you asked that question for the same reason you call this woman your mother your mortal concerns are meaningless basically like you just supposed to be a tool creature that can't feel emotions and shit just kill that hundred person and get the fuck out back to the spirit realm or wherever you go and um then she did she was like i'm still gonna answer your question so she took a piece of paper and she burned it and then as the paper like disintegrated and the ashes flew off i guess she read the ashes you know and i'll speak that you know i burn paper sometimes so i was like oh that's not good oh oh look at them papers oh goodness you know how you can see how paper burns sometimes you like that that's a bad one okay <laughs> so she was like uh she burned the paper and she looked at the ashes floating away and she says you have not even become one with the darkness yet you will see countless deaths before your journey is done and that was the end and i do not know what that last line means i just know it was ominous as fuck also makes me think maybe we're gonna go back to korea maybe we're gonna see gia again later mm-hmm. and maybe, i don't think that story's done me either or she might come to america yes yeah, i don't think it's done Mm-mm. oh no oh no the other thing done. the other thing too with the whole like her mother will like what does that mean like is she gonna have to kill somebody is she gonna be the hundredth victim and then this you know is like what does that mean exactly for paying the burden for this creature um so uh i just can't wait to see what uh what what happens with this uh what are you looking forward to next week karen next week uh we back with hippolyta yes and uh i'm excited to see what goes down with that mm-hmm. um look like she figured out some shit and i'm like let's go yeah uh i cannot agree more that's exactly um how i feel um so i i hope that we uh we get that that feeling i hope we get that vibe so um can't wait um all right that's it for this episode um until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.